What's up guys and gals and welcome to Wolfie's Gaming Den, a video game podcast where I, your host, Alex Wolf, with an E at the end, give my thoughts on the video game industry, going over timely topics, current events, and more. If you have any particular things you'd like to hear me howl on about, you can always send me a message via Twitter at AlexDWolf or on Tumblr at Wolfie93 and join in on the conversation. So here we are. Uh, I just realized this is the seventh episode of the show, so that's pretty cool. Don't realize I'm doing this long. So that you know, lets me know I'm having fun with it. You know, it doesn't feel like it's any actual work. It's just a fun thing to get to do, and hopefully it leads to something in the future. You know, it's a still a pretty slow news week. Looks like summer movies have kind of taken the uh, forefront of any news happening right now. Uh, we're still dealing with the fallout of E3. Looks like right now the talk of the town is Final Fantasy VII Remake, one game of show from uh, the game's critics. And Marvel's Avengers is still catching a hell of a lot of flack for not looking great. And people are still upset about the lack of national decks in Pokemon Sword and Shield. But, you know, what can you do? It is what it is with those things. As for the national decks, I'm okay with it. It makes it forces me to use newer Pokemons. That going back to, you know, using the originals every time I play a new game. So that's cool. Uh, the Avenger stuff, yeah, they need to brush up on some of that, you know, just a little bit. I'm not, but you know, it's still early, you know, there's time for changes, so we'll see what happens with that. And, uh, yeah, but other than that, I've spent the past week, I don't know what it is with me lately, but I'm like, I'm in the mood to play some old school, like, PS2 games. So, after finishing Psychonauts, I have started to play the Jack and Daxter trilogy on the PS4. Uh, I just finished, uh, the Precursor Legacy, um, so that's cool, got the Platinum in that. That was great. Frustrating because, so every time I play that game, I go through and try to collect all the precursor orbs. But then I always go through the list and see, okay, clean up and everything before I go fight uh, Gaul and Maya at the end of it. And then I realize I have one precursor orb missing in one level or stage. It, it doesn't matter which level or stage, but there's always at least one level with one orb missing. And it's because there's no trail, you know, I don't know where I'm missing this orb. I have to go through and scour the entire level for hours on end, and I do nothing but frustrate myself with it. So I spent three nights going through the spider cave looking for one damn precursor orb. And the worst part about it is, you know, it doesn't pop on the screen unless you're close enough. So unless you're close enough to it already, you're not going to see, you can't just scan the room and see what's going on. You've got to go through and play it. It uh, Exhausting. But I've since taken care of that. I am now playing uh, Jack 2. Uh... Hopefully this will all lead to me playing um, Jack X Combat Racing, which is one of my favorite PS2 games of all time. I, I think it's highly underrated. Uh, it's a lot of fun. It's not your everyday kart racer where it's very much just racing and you have guns and explosives you can use to shoot things. Um, the story is kind of interesting. I mean, not as interesting as Jack 2 or 3, but a lot of fun. Excuse the cat. She's been in a feisty mood this week. Extremely feisty. Hopefully she'll calm down. At this point, I just kind of learned to live with it because <laughs> trying to live my life around a cat being quiet is just not going to happen. <laughs> um, so this week, I want to talk to you guys about, um, and this is an idea brought to me by my Uncle Tommy. Uh, shout out to him for this because I was actually struggling. Like, I don't know what the hell to talk about. There's nothing going on. Um, but the media in video games, so I mean, by that I mean like the crossovers between, you know, video game movie tie-ins or video game based movies or celebrities showing up in movies you know it's always been a a touchy subject because originally i mean honestly i think it started off on a good track you saw games like aladdin and the lion king on the snes and the second mega drive and things of that nature or you know the, the older 
consoles, and those games were loved. They were great. They worked. They were fun to play. You had friends come over. I'll take turns. Great platformers. Uh, and then somewhere in that line, we got into uh, then the N64 came. We had games like uh, 007 Goldeneye, which is great. You know, really um, revolutionized the multiplayer first-person shooter scene there early on. And then um, you had some PS2 titles here come along and kind of work out well. But after that, it just turned to, you know, absolute crap. Uh, the, <laughs> they were really bad games. And, but I think we focus on the negative of it so much. And we don't really look at it. So, I mean, like, games like Spider-Man 2, you know, that was a game I loved. And for the longest time was my favorite Spider-Man game until uh, Ultimate Spider-Man came out on the PS2. And now that's, honestly, I still go back and forth between that Spider-Man game and then the latest iteration, Marvel Spider-Man on the PS4, as to which one I prefer the most. Given my recent trend of going back and playing older games, I wouldn't be surprised if I bust out the PS2 here soon and start playing Ultimate Spider-Man again. But it's, it's really cool to see how that all works out. And it's weird because I even so lately because everyone's kind of straight away from making video game based movies. Like, sure, we've had Assassin's Creed and uh, Tomb Raider come out, much to meh, Tomb Raider was okay from what I hear. Uh, Assassin's Creed was awful. I don't bother going to see those movies in theaters anymore because I'm better off just wa- waiting for them to come out on a streaming platform. So, at least if I want to stop watching it, I'm not out any money. <laughs> so, there's that. But lately, we've seen a lot of celebrities kind of dip their hands into the video game video game scene. So the earliest I can think of, uh, in recent years anyway, is uh, Kevin Spacey showing up in Call of Duty Advanced Warfare. And then shortly after that, you had Kit Harington of Game of Thrones fame um, show up in um, Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. And now we have Keanu frickin' Reeves in Cyberpunk 2077. So I kind of want to talk about the reactions to that. So when Kevin Spacey was announced to be in Advanced Warfare, you know, it was cool to see, but no one really freaked out. You know, I don't feel like the internet was clamoring like, oh my God, blah, 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 Kevin Spacey. I mean, granted, shortly after Kevin Spacey got canned from his own TV show and uh, had to face some, you know, pretty strong allegations there, which I'm pretty sure came to light and kind of stifled him quite a bit. I don't think he's done anything since that's happened, but we're not going to get into that. But, you know, there was nothing about that. And then... Not long after, like I said, about a year later, I think Infinite Warfare came out after Advanced Warfare. And correct me if I'm wrong, I can't, I'm not sure. I don't play a whole lot of Call of Duty. But Kid Harrington, you know, he's John freaking Snow. And he, at that time, he was the height of Game of Thrones fame. It was probably season five, season six. So it was still going pretty strong. If anything, a lot more people were jumping on at that point and going back and watching previous seasons and catching up. So it was really popular around that time, and no one batted an eye. I'm like, really? Jon Snow's in a video game, and no one's, you know, freaking out at all? And they weren't even, like, talk of the show when those games came out. I think Spacey, everyone's like, oh, we ordered performance, but... Now, I wonder if the lack of enthusiasm behind that was because he was in, they were in Call of Duty games. You know, while Call of Duty games aren't well-known from their stories, they're not terrible storylines at all. They're actually quite fun if you really pay attention to them. Um... But I don't know if it's just because of that, and then the fatigue of Call of Duty, and the fact that they were the more futuristic Call of Duty games that no one cared about, things of that nature. Uh, so we had that happen. But now, and then you see Keanu Reeves come out at E3, and he's the talk of the town. You know, it's here we are two weeks out from E3, and, or post E3, and people are still talking about how huge that is and how excited they are to see him in the game. I don't, is it because of the kind of star Keanu Reeves is? Is it because of the lack of, it's in a, you know, 
not necessarily a annualized game is it because it's a new ip and he's like you know he's putting his effort into that it just it makes no sense it would make more sense to me if everyone's excited when you see a movie star of that of their caliber or television star of their caliber in these games because it really makes it aware it lets gamers know in the community know like hey video games are our top medium and they're huge so what is the next step for them at least in star power wise you know but to have more celebrities in games motion capture is a regular thing that happens in in the movie scene so why is it why is it such a rare commodity we see an actor portray themselves in a video game you know more often than not some of them have already done motion capture before so it's not like it's necessarily a new experience on that in that fashion at least maybe the the video game production side of things yes but when it comes to the motion capture that's like oh okay yeah i've done this before and people should be excited about that like that's cool that lets us know like hey video games aren't this small little thing you do with your friends or anything they're a massive massive medium now um so i don't know that's always kind of been on my mind um now we've also seen not a whole lot of like i said mentioned earlier not a lot of video game based or movie based video games coming out anymore which is sad because i felt like they were coming around towards the end of it you know um i think the last couple i saw that came out that i didn't think were too bad i personally i loved them were wanted weapons of fate on the ps3 along with x-men origins wolverine and in that case x-men origins wolverine was a better damn game than the movie was that movie was awful did I watch it numerous times because I was young and a huge Wolverine fan? Yes. Do I regret it? Yes. But the game, that game was top-notch and probably one of the better superhero games out there today. And I will put it right up there with any of the Arkham games, Spider-Man, any of that nature. Gameplay was solid. Uh, definitely gave the, I think it was the first real look at a Wolverine-based story outside of comic books. Uh, that was really cool because we didn't see a gritty Wolverine movie really until Logan came out, and it just happened to be the last one. So that was, it was exciting to play that game, and I I replayed that numerous times. It was, at the time, that was when trophies were a big thing for me early on, so I was made sure I platinum that game. And the same thing with Wanted Weapons of Fate. I thought the movie was fun and enjoyable. Not, not like a great movie by any means, but it was entertaining. And the game, you know, I was like, oh, why not? I'll try it out. Um, so I played that. Uh, it was short. Um, some of the gameplay was repetitive, but, you know, its cover-based system was awesome. It was pretty much Gears, um, so that was kind of fun. And then having you know moments where you've got an army of people and you're the single person, you're taking them all out left and right, that was a lot of fun. I thought that was a huge like hype moment. Like I got excited every time I got to that portion of the game uh, when I did replay through it. And I, I got the Platinum Trophy in that as well. Um, so it's kind of a shame we don't, we don't see that happen too more often because especially in this time of year where it's the summer and you're not seeing a lot of big titles come out because summer movies are a thing. So video game movie tie-ins kind of took up the market there. And people always bought them, you know. It didn't matter if they were bad or not. People bought them and they played them and everyone had a story to tell about it. And it was always fun. Even if they were terrible games, (laughs) you know, you always had that one moment where you're like, oh God, this game's so bad. Here's this thing I did and it just bleh. You know, it was ended up being a hot garbage. But it was always fun to talk about. And I think we miss that, you know. I... And that, and like I said, it was coming on the upswing there. So it, we could have been in the, in the precipice of an era where the good video game t- movie tie-ins were going to work, you know. So that was pretty cool, um, and something I miss a lot actually. Thinking about it, yeah. I'd, hmm. Hmm. 
maybe the next thing I do after I get done out of this retro fix PS2 games where I just go back and just play a bunch of old movie-based games. So there's that. And I just I just want to say, like, I think when video games do something different, uh, especially when it involves another heavy medium, because, like, we get excited when comic book uh, movies or superhero licenses get a good review, you know, get high praise and they come out and they're great games. We don't get that with, when there's actors or anyone coming into a video game, no one really bats an eye. Like I said, the first real time I've seen that in recent years is Keanu Reeves. So we should be more open-minded to that stuff. Let's give it a shot, okay? Um, And not even just movies, you know? I mean, we've had a, like, okay, so as I mentioned last week, I'm highly anticipating Dragon Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Uh, to be a great game, because uh, it's done by a developer who has done Faith, uh, who's given a lot of good effort. I don't know how I can say the sentence. I'm drawing a blank. Anyway, um, they put in a lot of work in previous anime titles, like the Naruto series with CyberConnect uh, 2. So I'm excited to see how that comes about. And I think that's, again, another medium that's not explored well enough. So Dragon Ball, I feel like, is really the only anime game, well, okay, and along with Naruto, to get a lot of love there in the video game market. So, and then we had the Kill the Kill game coming, and I think that to be cool. Um, it's developed by Arc System Works, who did the Dragon Ball Fighters uh, game, so uh, that, that could be uh, pretty good. I don't know if it'll receive the, the commercial success Dragon Ball did, because Dragon Ball is Dragon Ball, and Kill a Kill is Kill a Kill. Um... So we'll see how that goes. Maybe the developer name will be enough to drive that because Arc System Works has grown nothing but popular since releasing Fighters, more so than they already were. So that'll be cool. Um, so yeah, it's it's cool seeing something we enjoy so much as video games. You know, everyone dipping their hands into it because. For the longest time, you know, video games were held as, like I said earlier in the, in the episode, where everyone's like, oh, you play video games. You always felt like you were the, it felt like it was the outcast. It was outside of comic books. It was outside of movies. It was outside of television. Now it's, hey, we're up there. We're with you guys. If not, in some cases, we're better. And that's cool. We have a very thriving community. I mean, you can't, movies and television don't have the community that video games do, you know? We have a voice, I feel like, more of a voice at least, in our industry than anyone would in those two. Because if there's a problem with the video game, you know, we let people know right away on social media and, you know, we get responses back from developers like, oh, hey, we're going to fix this. And you see that kind of happen. And sometimes, so with the Sonic the Hedgehog movie, you know, they showed the design off in the first trailer and he looked awful, right? So I think because the video game community is so strong and has such a huge... Um, we love faith as source material and we have such a large voice when everyone sounded off their reason, like, Hey, no, we got to do something better. You guys got to fix this. It's not great. And some of those, you know, some of that backlash was a little more vulgar (laughs) than people would like to think, but it was true. And here we are, they are going back to the drawing board and redesigning Sonic. You know, we get things done as a community and I like to think we do it in a healthier way than most. So I think as long as we keep doing that way as other media comes in, I think it'll help the industry grow. Um, I think it'll help spread awareness, and I think video games will become even more popular than they are already now. Um, did I say that? Yeah, more popular than they are now. So that'd be... I'm really excited to see where this takes it. Um, I think the opportunity given was Keanu Reeves being in Cyberpunk 2077. Um, 
which I fully expect the game to do well commercially and critically because it's CD Projekt Red. They had a lot of success with Witcher and other titles they've done in the past, mainly the Witcher franchise as far as I can remember that they've done. Um, so if that goes well, I mean, we could see other celebrities and other uh, things of that, that status, that popularity and that fame coming into the industry and, you know, help raise the bar, you know, when it comes to um, character development and story drivenness. Cause you know, it's like in movies, you know, a lot of the times you'll see actors are like, no, I'm not going to do this. This would be a better idea. And sometimes it pays off. So maybe we can have some of that finesse or flamboyance that the actors bring to these things in the drama. So maybe, it, you know, it raises the standard. So we get a lot of high raising standards uh, when it comes to things, which now don't get me wrong, that could end up being <laughs> very bad and leading the game taking forever to get developed because everyone's throwing a fit. But on the good side of things, it could be a huge, huge moment for the industry as a whole. So I'm excited to see where that goes and where it takes us. Um, so that, that's all I got for this week, guys. Like I said, shorter week, a shorter episode. I mean, not a whole lot of news this week. Um, I will say this, um, I will be posting my Pokemon Go friend code out there. So if any of you Pokemon Go players want to hit me up mad me, cause there's this new jumpstart summer research task going on where I had to add a new friend. And I think everyone I know that plays Pokemon Go, I'm already friends with. But by all means, I'm looking for more people to play with, more gifts to send, more gifts to receive, of course. So we'll see how that goes. There's that. So with, oh, and i let you know, guys. So it took seven episodes, <laughs> but uh, Wolfie's Gaming Den is now fully available on Apple Podcast. Uh, I got the verification a couple days ago, so this episode will launch on there right away. Um, the previous six are uploaded, I believe. I checked uh, just the other day, so those should be there. If they're not, please let me know. I'll check again myself here after I get done. But don't forget, we're available on Spotify, um, Google Podcast, now Apple Podcast, and other services around the world. Um, but other than that, guys, thanks for listening, and I'll see you next week.